It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD or text GOLD to 65532. $7 trillion with a T in personal wealth in America has been lost in the first three quarters of this year, $7 trillion. That's not swamp money. That's not GNP. It's not any of that. That's you and me, okay? Bank accounts shrinking, home value shrinking, um, inflation uh, taking away any kind of investment opportunities we might have with discretionary income, all of that. $7 trillion, all right? Now, that is the worst decline since the Great Depression of 1929. That's serious business, and it should be front page and the lead story on every television program, but it isn't, because it reflects terribly on the Biden administration, and that's the simple fact. Stock market down about 25%. In fact, at one point today, um, 800-point swings. I mean, this is dangerous. This is dangerous. Um, and I'm going to tell you a mo- in a moment, you know, how to handle this. I mean, my advice, you don't have to take it, of course. And real wages, that means even though you're getting raises, most of you, uh, spending power is down. So real wages right now, according to Fortune magazine, which studies this stuff, uh, are down 3%. The other sets I gave you for, from the Federal Reserve. The U.S. government is telling you 
that $7 trillion has been carved off personal uh, wealth in this country, and money is power. So as you get older, uh, you need assets to protect yourself from disease, from uh, any kind of maladies that may befall you. Uh, you need uh, money to live. Uh, you need uh, all kinds of things to protect yourself. If you don't have it, you're powerless. And I get letters every day from people who are in that circumstance. Now, next year, U.S. home prices are projected to fall 4%. That will be uh, the worst decline since 2012. So you got a lot of equity in your home, and you had it up to here. It's coming down. And it's easy when you raise interest rates, as the Biden administration has to do to strangle inflation, then fewer people are going to buy homes at the high interest rate. So, I mean, it's, you know. And um, home sales can be harder to sell your home if you have to. You're going to be down 16%. That's a prediction. And the, the Consumer Price Index is up so far this year about 7%. It's more than that. But gas prices are coming down, okay? And that's moderating the inflation a little bit. Why are they coming down? Well, very quietly, again, unreported, um, the Biden administration lifted many of the fossil fuel restrictions it put in when uh, Mr. Biden was inaugurated. So they just took them off very silently. It's easier to harvest and uh, refine oil now than it was. So that's huge. Okay, and then the oil reserves have been released into the public, and the U.S. government gets that money, all right, at the price of barrel oil. All that has lowered it. Um, so it's down right now to about three and a quarter a gallon. Okay, this is uh, a year ago, it was 333. This is good news. Perhaps the only good news um, the Biden administration has on the economic front. Now, why, then, did the midterms go uh, the Democrats' way? Because we are a nation of two tribes. And this is very, very important for you to understand. And I'm not being arrogant or supercilious or professorial here, but very, very few Americans understand this. We are divided into two tribes. We're all Americans, citizens, except for the 12 million illegal immigrants here who are in tribe number two, and I'll get to that in a moment. So tribe number one is invested in the system. That means that you have a house, you have a job, you have a structure, you believe in capitalism, you believe in the Constitution, you believe in traditional tenets that have made America strong. So you are invested in the system that we have had since 1789, okay? And you have a stake in it, a financial stake in it. So your house is your stake. If you buy stocks and bonds, if you have 401ks, if you have college funds for the kids, you're invested in the system, okay? Tribe number one. I submit that most of you watching and listening to me today are in that tribe. You are invested in this country and you are disturbed on what is happening here. Tribe number two, totally different. They don't own property, generally speaking. 
They live in rentals, okay? They are low wage earners. They don't have a lot of assets. They don't invest in the stock market. They don't have a lot of discretionary income. They don't have a lot of education, okay? They just get by. Now, tribe number two, I'm not disparaging that tribe. They love their country, I'm I'm assuming. Many of them, perhaps most, love their country, but a substantial majority, minority, don't, okay? And they don't have any loyalty to tribe number one or traditional America. They want change that benefits them because for whatever reason, and some of it's beyond their control, if you are a child raised in a derelict home where your parents are horrible, then you're going to be up at a disadvantage. And you may turn out to be as horrible as your parents because that's what you know, that's what you see, that's what you experience. So tribe number two, they depend on the government, okay, for everything almost. They don't pay taxes. They're below the uh, poverty line and the line for income tax. They have to pay taxes on stuff they buy and things like that, but they don't pay income tax. There's no investment in the country. It's, okay, I got to survive. And the government's going to give me stuff, so I'm buying into this progressive vision. I'm buying into socialism. I'm buying into that because I can or won't compete in capitalistic society. I don't have enough education. I don't like it. It's too hard whatever it may be, this tribe is growing much faster than tribe number one. The collapse of the public school education system has taken away incentive to climb the ladder. That's what I had. I didn't have any money when I was a kid, but I had an education and I put it to good use. Now, in the inner cities in particular, education collapsed. These kids are sitting there, they don't learn anything, particularly not learning discipline, which you need to compete in a capitalistic society. So this crew, number two, the tribe, don't have any loyalty at all. And when they go to the polling place to vote, and they do vote because the Democrats rustle them up and register them, okay, They vote for whoever's going to give them the stuff. And the Democratic Party and the progressive movement are going to give them the stuff. And the more progressive we get, the more socialistic we get, the more stuff they get by income redistribution. See? That's the profound change. It used to be most Americans wanted to climb the ladder of self-reliance and success. That is no longer the case. And that is why the progressives want the open border. Because the people coming in here, most of them are desperately poor. And they're going to need the government to help them. And they're going to vote for the parties that give them the most stuff, the most help. And so you flood the zone with people who have no tradition. They don't understand how America was formed and and how it rose to become the greatest country in the world. Most of them don't understand that. No tie at all. That's what the open border is all about. Flood them in. More of them. So that tribe number two grows. 
Okay. So that's the lesson. And, and that should answer almost every question about the midterm and going forward. Now, the only thing that reverses that is a catastrophe, which we may see next year. I mean, this economy, this is like this. When you got a stock market going up and down 800 points in a day, there's a problem. Okay, a fundamental problem. I haven't bought a stock. I can't even remember the last time I bought a stock. I'm holding, and that is the last part of the memo, what do you do in the Biden economy? Nothing. It's painful, but I'm banking on the greatness of America that it will come back. I don't know when, but if I sell now, I lose forever. And you're never going to time the upswing. You'll never get it because there'll be a false upswing and then it'll go down again. You can't do it. You just can't. So if you have stocks, bonds, investments, 401s, hold it. Tough it out. Best advice I could ever give you. Senator Charles Schumer is the most dangerous man in America. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. Charles is indeed in charge. The Senate Majority Leader has no rival. The Minority Leader, Mitch McConnell, is old and not very effective. Um, And President Biden will never go up against Schumer. So Schumer rules, as they say. Schumer rules. And I want to give you a little bit of insight because I've known this guy for a long time. And he has changed completely because he's a man like Nancy Pelosi who loves power. Power is everything. So uh, Senator Schumer is 72 years old, 24 years in the Senate, four terms from New York, of course. At one time, he was a moderate Democrat. It was a guy that, you know, the Republicans could reason with. That, that's long gone. Now he is a staunch progressive. And I'm going to give you a few examples of the Chuck now and the Chuck then. Roll the tape. The only way we're going to have a great future in America is if we welcome and embrace immigrants, the dreamers and all of them, because our ultimate goal is to help the dreamers, but get a path to citizenship for all 11 million or however many undocumented there are here. Illegal immigration is wrong. And a primary goal of comprehensive immigration reform must be to dramatically curtail future illegal immigration. It's like Biden. It's exactly the same. Okay? And I'll explain why that happened in a minute. But some other examples of him flipping and flopping. So, uh, in a Senate floor speech 2017, Chuck Schumer said, quote, Mr. President, the 60-vote bar in the Senate is the guardrail of our democracy. When our body politic is veering too far right or left, the answer is not to dismantle the guardrails or go over the cliff. So he's sticking up for the filibuster in 2017. Not now. Okay, now he says, how can we in good conscience allow for a situation in which the Republican Party can debate and pass voter suppression laws at the state level with only a simple majority vote? 
So no, filibuster loved it then, not now. Okay, that's two. All right, here's three, Iran nuke deal. All right, 2015, Schumer voted against the deal, opposed the deal. Okay, under Trump, Schumer wanted the deal. <laughs> Same deal. Okay, I go on and on and on and on. Now, the progressive left bought Schumer. What does that mean? They bought Pelosi and they bought Biden, too. That means that the massive amount of money flowing into the Democratic Party comes from people like George Soros, Mark Zuckerberg, the social media titans, Hollywood. And I mean massive amount of money. And then they go not to the individual people, Schumer and Pelosi. Uh, it goes to political action committees. But the political action committees all right, pretty much dictate what the Democratic Party's policy is going to be. And Schumer and Pelosi and Biden, they don't fight it anymore. And they didn't really fight it. But that there wasn't this organized financial cabal even eight years ago than there is today. So they bought them. And now they're going to do their bidding. So Chuck Schumer, socialism? Sure. I call it eco-socialism. And it gets to my column that I wrote and filed yesterday on BillOReilly.com. And I hope you all read these columns because they are germane to your lives. I'm trying to give you a protective blanket of what's to come or made it may become. So eco-socialism is using the fear of climate change to change the economy from capitalism to socialism. Again, socialism is a government runs the marketplace. It tells O'Reilly how much O'Reilly can earn. It tells you what you can do and not do in the marketplace, what kind of car you can drive, what kind of heat you have in your house, whatever it may be. That's eco-socialism. Schumer's on board with that. Schumer's not going to fight that. Okay? So with all the power, and Schumer is just savoring the power. And, you know, when you say, well... Is he a good senator? No. He presided over the decline in New York City, where he lives in Brooklyn. He got to know he's done absolutely nothing to help with the crime, quality of life, taxes, nothing. He's a terrible senator. He's awful. But he's deeply ingrained in the Democratic machine, which runs New York State. So keep your eye on Schumer. Dangerous man. And that's a memo. Let's bring in a guy who knows all about economics. His name is John Hartley. He is a research fellow with the Foundation for Research on Equal Opportunity, coming off from Palo Alto, belly of the beast, California. So um, what I want to know, Mr. Hartley, is I don't know if you have a family or but let's let's pretend that you are a working class guy, three kids, Palo Alto one of the most expensive places in the universe, and you're looking at a diminishing asset situation. What do you do? Well, it's a great question. Um, you know, one, I think you're totally right, Bill. You know, the economy is sort of a house that's on fire right now, and a lot of people aren't willing to admit this, surprisingly, while people are suffering. We're seeing some of the highest inflation that we've seen since the 1980s some of the highest interest rates. And, you know, as you mentioned before, you know, wages aren't growing fast enough um, 
to, to keep up with inflation that's like at seven to eight percent right now. Uh, I think one, you know, if you if you do have a job, you know, one actually bargaining, you know, to get that wage raise, uh, making sure that um, your wages are uh, moving up at least in line with inflation. You know, it's it's a terrible, terrible tax in many respects. Um, on the sort of saving side of things, there's a few things that people can do um, that are in, and some things that sort of exist for you know mom and pop. Um, type you know, uh, investors um, to deal with inflation. One of those things is I bonds. I bonds essentially um, move, uh, give you returns that move in line with inflation. And, and these are something that um, the US Treasury puts out. You, you can actually buy them at the US Treasury's website, treasury.gov. And there's a cap you can only buy. There's such a good deal that you can only buy up to $10,000 of them in, in a given year. Um, you know, there's some people that are, are suggesting that you know, maybe we're already at the bottom of, uh, of this current stock market decline. Um, and, and some people are saying that you know, bonds are looking more attractive too, given that bonds have sold off a lot. So you know, if, if families have sort of suffered declines recently, I think one I think adage too is at the very least holding on and, and maybe not you know, selling out of those you know, to the extent that you can. Obviously, you know, if people need the money and liquidity, you know, that, that's another story. But um, in terms of sort of thinking about, you know, capital market expectations going forward, um, where we are right now, it's, it's very possible that we're sort of close to the bottom. And so hanging on, or if you have dry powder on the sidelines, putting money in, um, now may be the good time to do that. Um, given, okay, uh, let, me, just- let me stop you there. We, we have recommended here the I-bonds that you talked about. Um, a lot of people don't have 10 grand to invest, but if you do, um, that at least will keep you even uh, with the inflation if you, when you get that interest flowing back to you. The second thing is that a lot of Americans are helpless. They don't have any say in the marketplace because they can't go in and demand a raise from their boss. The boss say, no, uh, we're not making as much money or times are tight and we're not going to give you the raise. So they have to take what they can get. But I always say to people, look, the more money you can save, I'm not buying any stocks at the moment. I'm, I'm not going to speculate because I don't see a good 23 coming for the federal government. I think it's going to be tremendous turbulence with the Biden administration, with these investigations of the FBI, of Joe Biden himself and his son Hunter. This is going to be turbulence after turbulence after turbulence. And it's obvious to me as an American citizen that Joe Biden can't govern. He, he just can't. All right. So I'm not buying anything. I'm basically saving, 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 mount, 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 mount. And then I'm I'm conducting a one man jihad against price gouging. And I'll, I'll have a little bit more after we talk with you about that. I don't care. It, it doesn't matter. The money doesn't matter to me. But if you're going to gouge and believe me, that's happening everywhere. People are gouging now. Oh, everything's up. So I'm going to slap this on them when they don't have to. Or am I wrong? Well, no, I mean, you know, price, you know, high price um, increases, you know, and, and, and price gouging, you know, it's always, you know, what people call price gouging has always been a, 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 a controversial um, kind of practice. And I, you know, I think too, you know, even uh, a lot of producers see their costs go up a lot too. It's, it's hard to know exactly, you know, to what degree, um, 
people, uh, or, you know, corporations or businesses. No, I, I, but I'm not talking about. I'm talking about pizza places, delis. You know, you know what they're doing. Uh, but 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 let me ask you one more thing. People are working. If you want to work in America, you can work and you can make a decent buck. And I think that is what is holding back the anger. So we didn't see the anger in the midterm elections. The Republicans didn't do as well as they thought they were going to do. We don't see a lot of growing anger against Joe Biden because people are working. Is that a false sense of security they have because they have a job? Oh, no, I, I mean, it, it could be the case that, you know, in six months time, many of those people don't have a job. You know, the, the Fed's been raising rates so quickly uh, for so long uh, or, or for over a year now. Um, it's, it's been one of the fastest rate uh, tightening cycles in a while. Um, and, and it could, you know, we know that you know, monetary policy in terms of how it impacts the labor market typically comes at a bit of a lag. And, you know, we're already starting to see some layoffs, especially in the technology sector around here in, in Palo Alto uh, or in, the, in Silicon Valley. And it's, you know, it's totally possible that um, this could spill over to other sectors, um, you know, including you know, manufacturing and, and, and retail. Yeah, so, and so, so nobody should be counting on their job. They should be trying to protect themselves um, because we just don't know what's going to happen in 23. Would that be an, an accurate statement? Yeah, I, I think that's a good assessment. OK, John, we really appreciate you coming on. Thanks very much. Enjoy the season. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKSeedKits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. Now, you may remember the name Michelle Bachman, okay? She, a uh, former congressman from uh, Minnesota, all right, served from 07 to 2015. She was on the O'Reilly Factor often. Um, and now she is the dean of the Robertson School of Government at Regent University in Minnesota. And I, I want to check in with her because, I have, Michelle, I haven't talked to you in so long. Uh, how are you? And uh, nice to see you. Well, thank you, Bill. It is great to see you again, too. I've enjoyed all the interactions that we've had together over the years. And I'm really enjoying being dean. It's an opportunity to be able to give back into the next generation to teach them about government how our government works, but also really what is the essence of America? What does our constitution say? What does our declaration of independence say? What rights are guaranteed to us in the Bill of Rights? So it's a wonderful opportunity to be able to pour into the next generation because as you and your viewers know, there are a lot of people in this current generation who have no clue 
essential aspects of American history, much less learning about our founding. So it's it's tremendously rewarding to be able to teach the next generation. Yeah, you got we got to straighten these urchins out. Now you have a particular <laughs> interest in uh, foreign. Uh, let's make everybody the same. The Obama. Uh, philosophy of, you know, one world globalism, correct? Do you still yeah. have that interest? I do, Bill. I used to sit on the Intelligence Committee in the United States Congress. We dealt with the classified secrets of America, particularly with the issue of terrorism. Now it's on the high horizon. If people remember the results of the midterms and the midterm week, that was actually a big globalism week. That was the week that the Climate Change Conference met at Sharm el-Sheikh in Egypt. And it was really quite tremendous. For 30 years, all of these countries have been on the United States for us to make reparations payments to them. In other words, a grand global redistribution of wealth. Well, they finally got it through this year. So now the Biden administration is on board with the viewers that are watching you today. Now our tax money will go and be thrown all over the world in reparations payments because we've been a successful nation. That's one thing that happened. But the other thing that happened that's very concerning is with the B20 and the G20 nations, the 20 largest nations with the largest GDP in the world, they made a decision that now all countries of the world will be gathering in Geneva, Switzerland this year, and we're supposed to be giving up our national sovereign decision-making over healthcare decisions, like during a pandemic, to the World Health Organization, which is really under the thumb of communist China. This is incredibly important, Bill, because if our pandemic decisions have to come at the behest of the World Health Organization, we have no one to appeal to. We can't appeal to a congressman. We can't appeal to a senator. Yeah, we I don't can't think appeal that's going to happen. Biden. Because in order for that to happen, Congress would have to affirm that treaty. And the way it is now with Republicans controlling the House, they're never in a million years going to do it. But the first thing that you mentioned is interesting. So what they decided to do in Sharm el-Sheikh was to give an enormous amount of money from the developed nations to the undeveloped nations to combat global warming, which of course I know that um, Mali is, is gonna immediately start to do that. <laughs> you know, it's all gonna be stolen. Everybody knows it is. And, and why, I don't even know why. But anyway, I appreciate you bringing both of those things to our attention. The other thing my staff told me, and I'm glad you're on today, is that you are following this Meghan and Harry thing. So Net <laughs> Netflix paid these to $100 million. That's the rumor. I don't know if it's true. And they've got this documentary that's doing very well. A lot of people are watching. I couldn't care less about Meghan and Harry, okay? To me, uh, they sound like people living down the street whose dog barks too loud. That's Meghan and Harry. Shut that dog up. Now, you find something interesting about this. What is it? Well, I think the interesting thing is, is they're very emblematic of the current thinking in America right now, which is an entitlement mentality that the world should be the way I want it to be, that everybody should have to act the way that I want them to act. It is an unbelievable way of thinking. When you were young, when I was young, 
we were expected to accommodate ourselves a little bit to the world. We were we had a standard of, of behavior that we had to come to. These people think they can snap their finger and the royal family is supposed to do their bidding or people around them are supposed to do their bidding. The weird thing, Bill, is that this isn't just Harry and Meghan's way of thinking. I don't know if it's generational. I don't know. But this is what we're seeing is that this really is the new ideology that people are, are taking in and living by. And society can't work that way. You, it, it can't work that way when everybody wants to be the boss. But unfortunately, it really is emblematic of that current, I don't want to say generation because the whole generation isn't like that, but it's becoming way too common. And I think that's what was so interesting about this documentary because it gave, you, gave away the thinking of people who actually think that way, who yeah. are entitled, who think that the you know the universe open, owes them a living. My parents always told me, nobody owes you a living. Well, there's a whole new group of people who actually think they are owed a living, and Harry and Meghan seem to be among them. Yeah, that's very true. I talked about it last night with the second tribe, uh, people who say, look, I don't wanna compete or I can't compete in our society, in our capitalistic society, so give me stuff. But there's an outside chance. And again, I have no interest in these two. I don't care about the royal family. <laughs> I'm Irish. They seized my ancestors' farm, threw them off, London did. Um, uh, you know, we booted them out of here in the Revolutionary War at great sacrifice. I'm glad they're gone. Um, but there is an outside chance that Meghan and Harry basically sat down and said, look, we're never going to be king and queen. That's not happening here. So our lives are going to be running around doing little ceremonial stuff, raising money for charity, and it's boring and we don't want to do it. So let's go to America and make a pile of dough. Okay, and the easiest way to do that is to badmouth the royal family and then everybody will come and give us money to go on Netflix and we'll badmouth everybody and we'll be fabulously wealthy, which they already were, but now they're in Santa Barbara or whatever wherever they are, and they're running around. They may be just conning everybody, Michelle. You know, that could well, be they, happening here. Well, I, I think they are conning everybody, but I think at this point, they're so pathetic. That's, that's <laughs> the thing that is shocking. You would think that the big boys at Netflix would be smarter, that they could no, see through this. No, they just this, want people to they watch. They don't, they don't, <laughs> but no, I know, but is, it's the highest so rated Netflix has, thing. It's the highest it's thing rated, they have. It's rated... It's rated number two today, but the the people that watch it, I mean, they, they're disgusted with this Meghan and Harry. It's got a rating of 12 on Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, like, you can't go lower than that. And so I think they're really one-hit wonders at this point. Maybe. And I think whining isn't going to get them any, any further. And I think for people who decide that whining is your cottage industry, you got a pretty short shelf life. It's not going to last. And I think, again, you're all about common sense. You've always been about common sense. And I think, especially for this younger generation, there's some tried and, tr tried and true principles and common sense wisdom. Take that. Don't go this route of whining. Don't go the route of thinking you're entitled. It's going to be a dead-end stop every time. Especially if you're not a royal and you're not going to get $100 million, <laughs> You're just going to get scorned. <laughs> hey, Michelle, it's so good to see you. Uh, I'm glad you're doing well at Regent University, uh, trying to straighten the urchins there out. I want you to have a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> and let's talk again soon, Thank okay? You.
We'll do it, Bill. Thanks again. Merry okay, Christmas. Sure. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. So Biden, uh, President's schedule, he signs the uh, Marriage Act, Respect for Marriage Act today. You know, I don't care. You know, this is a culture item. It's never going to reverse now. Uh, in the beginning, I, I put forth a very, I thought, logical point of view that everybody would be able to be treated equally in this country, no matter what their proclivities were. Um, but the progressives won the fight. Um, the churches are resisting. Uh, they're not going to marry two men in the Catholic Church. It's not. And nobody's going to be able to force them to do that. So um, Biden, of course, completely in the pocket of progressive signs. This legislation, it doesn't matter to me at all. But this matters. So I'm going to play you a soundbite from November 9th. Joe Biden in a press conference. Go. We've done all this while lowering the federal deficit in the two years by $1.7 trillion. Let me say it again, $1.7 trillion. No administration has ever cut the deficit that much. And reducing the federal deficit is one of the best things we can do to lower inflation. Okay, so that's again a bogus analysis because he's taking it from COVID, where there was massive spending, everybody got a check, because of COVID. That's where they take that and they say, we're, well, we're not doing it anymore, so the deficit drops. It's, it's so dishonest, I can't even tell you. But here are the stats, and they just rolled in. 
So last month, November, the same month he said that, the federal deficit widened to $249 billion, okay? A record. Never been higher. See? You see what this man does? They are spending so much money, and that, of course, keeps fueling inflation. Now, with the Republicans taking over the House, I expect that's going to stop. But Biden is just a charlatan. He just doesn't tell you the truth. And, and yeah, does he know the truth? No, he doesn't. He doesn't know anything. He just says what's put in front of him. But that still, he's responsible. All right, uh, I don't know when Biden's going on vacation, but I hope it's tomorrow. You're not going to see him much until January 23. But I don't know exactly when he's going. The House, last day is Friday, this coming Friday. Then they're gone. The Senate, December 22nd. They work longer. I don't know why. And there won't be many senators around. Believe me, they'll be going back home. Okay, this is a story now. A lot of people hate Joe Biden, despise him. Personally, I don't. Okay? I just think he's the second worst president of all time, based upon his first two years in office. And here it is, right here. So now we have another surge of migrants at the border, centered around El Paso, Texas. 2,400, I'm sorry, three-day average of 2,460 migrants every day crossing it now. Now, okay, nobody can handle it. And Biden does nothing, nothing. And the Mexican military, according to local reports out of El Paso, the Mexican military are now escorting migrants to the border. The Mexican military under Trump, they were stopping the migrants. Now they're escorting. Now, Biden could get impeached on this all day long if Republicans controlled the House and Senate, but they don't. But this is impeachable because Biden is sworn to uphold the laws of the United States. That's his oath of office. And he will not enforce border law, immigration law. He will not do it for reasons I mentioned at the top of the broadcast. Trump, new poll, USA Today, 1,000 registered voters, Democrat 34, Republican 32, Independent 28. That's a fair sample. Do you want Donald Trump to run for president in 24, yes or no? Yes, 25, no, 69%. Do you want Joe Biden to run for re-election? Yes or no? Yes, 23, lower than Trump, no, 67. Republicans only. I want Trump to run and continue the policies he pursued in office, 31%. I want Republicans to continue the policies of Trump, but with a different nominee, 61%. Okay, that's USA Today poll. It's not a great poll, but it's my job to report it to you. So the question is, can Donald Trump make a comeback? All right, can he make a comeback? There's no doubt that his power is diminished, that he has lost support. No doubt about it. I know people believe what they want to believe, but that is the fact. Jack, can he make a comeback? 
If you look at the countries of Brazil and Italy, Berlusconi in Italy, Lula in uh, Brazil, anybody can make a comeback if they're well known. Now, Donald Trump can make a comeback, in my humble opinion. He can. But he's got to do a couple of things. The first thing he has to do is button it for about three months. Don't say anything. Don't invite anybody to dinner. Play golf. You know, do your uh, opinions. You can have opinions. You're back on Twitter. But they've got to be policy opinions. Okay? But basically, low, low, low key. As things get worse next year, and they will, Trump's profile will raise if he does not continue craziness. People will forget about uh, the dinner with Yi or whatever his name is. They'll forget about that. I don't think anything's going to come of this uh, documents in the basement. I think it's totally bogus. Yeah, the January 6th committee comes out next week. No one will pay attention to it. So Trump just has to basically tread water for three or four months. And as things get worse, then people will say, you know, maybe maybe it wasn't so bad. Then when he starts his active campaign, it's got to be all policy. If he goes back to the election, he's doomed. Doomed. Now, he can comment on Twitter. He can comment on the corruption, the FBI and Twitter. Uh, He can comment on Joe and Hunter Biden. But keep it authoritative. You know, I've told the president, suggested to the president, you know, it's not, you don't tell a president, you suggest, to study Winston Churchill's comeback in the early 1950s in Great Britain. Everybody thought he was done. And he was flamboyant like Trump, but he did it. Anyway, my opinion, Trump can make a comeback. Another poll. Are we living in the end of times? Pew Research. 10,000 U.S. adults. Wow. Okay, here it is. Do you believe we are living in the end of times? That means the world's going to end. Yes, 39. No, 58. Religiously affiliated Americans. Yes, 46. No, 51. Christian Americans. Yes, 47. No, 49. Protestants. Yes, 55. No, 41. Catholics. Yes, 27. No, 70. It's a big split between Catholic and Protestants on this. I don't know whether we're living in the end of times. I'd like to get a little heads up, so I might go to the Caribbean for one last dive trip, but I don't know, so I can't, can't add to this. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy 
on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, here is the final thought of the day. A lot of mail uh, about finance. You know, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? People are panicking. Okay. I can't give you financial advice, but I can tell you what I am doing. And that's what I do to concierge members. So the concierge members send me, they're like, I have this, 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 and this. So what should I do? And then I say, here's what I would do. But I'm not telling you to do it. It's a subtle distinction, I know. But there's a lot of panic about money. Because Biden is such a poor president, he's not going to get any better. Interest rates went up a half point yesterday. Stock market went down. Wild swings in the stock market. And all I can tell you is this. This is what I'm doing. Nothing. I haven't bought a stock in months. All right? I'm not buying into, well, if you invest now, 18 years from now, it might be. No. It's too unstable. The stocks that I do have, all right, I have stop loss on. So if they hit a certain point, okay, it automatically sells. The ones that I have losses on that I haven't hit the stop, I'm just going to sit on it. Okay, because I do believe the market will come back and nobody's ever going to know when. These charlatans, they get on TV and tell you, ah, it's going to come back. They don't. Nobody knows how it's going to be a recession. They don't know how bad if there is one. Unemployment's probably going to rise, but nobody knows. So to me, I'm not a panic kind of guy. Okay? I'm not. I'm a methodical guy. I'm holding what I have. I am not buying equities now. Bonds, I see a good bond, particularly a municipal bond that's tax-free. I'll take a look at it. But it's got to be at a discount. That's called buying below par. Don't buy above par. We gave you the U.S. savings bond tip. That was a tremendous tip, but you can only invest $10,000. Okay, check that out. But just the best thing to do right now is nothing. Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. We will see you on Monday. Important column Sunday noon. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful. A lot of anxiety. And it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day 
and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith.